Hello and welcome to the Anime and Chill Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about Demon Slayer Season 2. And wow, this episode was so, so good. And I think the first seven episodes of Season 2 was just the movie, so I didn't even watch them. I wanted to, but like, I heard that the newest episode was out and it had like new content, so like, of course I'm going to watch this first. I'll eventually rewatch season two and rewatch the movie again. I already seen the movie like twice, so I don't need to watch that all again. Um, maybe I'll watch it dubbed though, because I didn't watch it dubbed. Uh, but this episode was so good. I think it was like 46 minutes. It ends off with the ending of the movie. I mean, it starts off with the ending of the movie. So, and just re-seeing all that, like if you haven't seen the Demon Slayer movie, oh, so good. It is so good. It's literally amazing the animation and even with this episode it's like the animation that's why i loved demon slayer man the animation on the show is the best it's it's literally the best like ah oh, it's so beautiful it's so beautiful movie quality type of animation you don't even see like a difference hardly like i i couldn't even tell you the difference you know you can't like differentiate it from the movie to you know the season like animation quality there's no drop off and hopefully that's what's going to continue for Demon Slayer in, you know, following seasons because, you know, this show is definitely going to get more seasons and hopefully there's no big quality drop-offs or studio changes that, like, messes up the animation. But let's get to this episode. So, like I said, the episode starts off with the end of Mugen Train and just seeing all that was really sad. <laughs> oh my god, it was so sad. But then I actually read a little bit of the manga and... So I kind of already knew what was going to happen, and, and I remembered reading it while it was happening. So Tanjiro goes to Rengoku's dad to uh, get some type of book for the Hinokami Kagura uh, so we can, like, learn up on the sun breathing, I think it is. Like, it's like the fire-type breathing thing. And he goes there, but uh, Rengoku's dad actually, like, ripped it all up. Like, damn. He, he like, really ripped that shit. And, uh, so, and, like, his dad is, like, a drunk, and, like, he, he used to be, like, a former Hashira, but, like, nah, he's, he's just a bad dude, honestly. He, like, slapped it, he, like, hit his son, and Tanjiro tried to headbutt him, and then, I think he did headbutt him, then knocked him out or something. Muzan, aka Michael Jackson, posing as some sort of child, I guess he's, like, he poses as a child with this family. And Akaza was, like, reporting to him that he killed uh, Rengoku, which is, you know, like, the strongest Hashira. So, like, you know, R Akaza thought he did something. He really thought he was built different. He really thought he did something. But Muzan hit him with the... Bro, there was three other demon slayers there. How did you not kill them? And it makes a lot of sense. Muzan had a right to be angry with Akaza. Because, like, how are you going to take down Rengoku... And then, but like Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Inosuke is just like chilling. You know, that's a little ridiculous. Like, I mean, I know the sun was coming up at the end of the movie and like whatever. He had to run away. But, I mean, come on. Come on, man. You know, there, there are plenty of opportunities where you could have taken out Tanjiro, Inosuke, and Zen. I mean, they're not very experienced, especially compared to Rengoku. Although, Rengoku probably would have hopped in and whatever. It makes sense that Muzan was mad, I guess. And like, yeah. So that was also something that happened. And then we see Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Inosuke training their asses off. My boy Tanjiro was getting ripped, bro. 
<laughs> and so was Zen. Like, Inosuke's always, you know, had, like, he's always been ripped. But, like, Zen was, like, he got the six-pack. And Tanjiro got the six-pack. They they out there, bro. They was out there grinding. And uh, so four months pass, and they're just training, training, training. And, um, and then we go to Tanjiro fighting some sort of spider demon. Like, there's, like, a demon that had, like, spider legs on his back. He was kind of clean, bro. Like... I mean, his face design looked a little goofy, but, like, he had, like, these spider arms. Like, uh, if, you, if you've ever seen, like, the Iron Spider suit from Spider-Man, like, it's like that. Like, he had, like, these spider arms. And, I mean, if, you, if you've seen this episode, then clearly, like, you know what, it, uh, what he looked like. But, like, Nezuko hopped out the box and was, she was scrapping, bro. She was scrapping. And it's crazy how these, these demons out here are really getting clapped, like, Nezuko's like really clapping demons out here and she ain't even got blood bro she a vegan demon how the vegan demon gonna like do you like that you know what I mean because like I don't even think Nezuko eats like because all they eat is blood like they don't eat food demons so I mean like bro like imagine you're a demon right you know you you, you getting hella blood you got Muzan's blood bro you got you're lit you're lit and then Nezuko pulls up and like claps you like you know what i mean like come on bro come on and i mean like it's not like nezuko clapped this demon in particular like uh nezuko and tanjiro put them down but like i mean j just the idea that nezuko is like stronger than most demons i mean it's safe to say that she is like i haven't read the entire manga i i think i'm going to now because because i'm really tired of getting spoiled on demon slayer like and i just want to read the manga now like I didn't want to at first because like one reading manga is like kind of annoying, but I did catch up to the My Hero manga and I think I'm going to talk about that as well at the end of the episode, but the Demon Slayer art really isn't that great and, I, and like the animation like compared to the art in Demon Slayer in particular is bad. Like the, like the, the Demon Slayer artist, um, you know, the, the author, she's amazing. Like she, ugh, this, this series is incredible. I love it, obviously. But the art is a little, is a little rough. It's a little rough. Like it's a little, it's like kind of like a sketch style. It, now, of course, there are moments where it's like not like sketchy, but like there are, there are like plenty of points where it's like, okay, well, wow, that looks pretty bad. <laughs> like that looks like, wow, we, we could use, it, it's no My Hero, you know, it's no My Hero manga where, where these, these beautiful, absolutely beautiful panels. Now it has its moments in, in Demon Slayer, of course, like she's a professional manga artist. Um, so, I mean, you know, she can obviously do that, but like, you know, when, when it doesn't require the effort, they don't, she doesn't really put in the effort for, for a lot of the panels, which is fine. But, um, you know, and, and like, I'm just tired of getting spoiled. So I'm definitely going to read up on the manga. But yeah, back to this episode. So Tanjiro and Nezuko clapped this demon. I think they clapped it. I don't really remember exactly what happened. Like, okay, okay, I remember. So Tanjiro finishes off the demon with his water breathing, uh, claps it, you know, just a basic ass demon, which I mean, like, this fight was great, like, in terms of what it was. Like, it, it, if this fight wasn't in this episode, there really wouldn't be much fight in the, uh, in the episode, like, at all. Like, this is the only fight in the episode. Besides the the end of the Akasa and Rengoku fight, which was the end of the movie, which I mean, if you're watching this like um episode of Demon Slayer, you've seen the movie more than likely. So this was a cool little fight between Tanjiro 
and this demon and Nezuko she helped out a little bit but then we meet the real motherfucker man this dude's clean bro like I don't know what it is about this dude but he's clean like he's got he's just got it he's got the drip this motherfucker's got the drip bro like hold on let me pull up a picture of him he's got he's got these diamonds he's got these diamonds and like I don't know what is on his arms. Like, he's got these things around his biceps, like these golden things or something, which looks a little goofy. Those look a little ridiculous. But I'm telling you, bro, he's clean. Um, What is it? What is his name? Uzai? I think his name's Uzai or something. And like, bro, this man is the real one. He got like three wives, bro. He has three wives. And I think he kidnapped him or something. And so that's so that's where this episode's leading to. Um. They're apparently going to the red light district. And I mean, I haven't read the manga, but uh, apparently a bunch of crap goes down, obviously. And I think what he was trying to do in this episode, like where Tanjiro meets, you know, he finds him trying to kidnap uh, that one girl who's part of the Demon Slayer Corps and another girl. And like, I think he was trying to kidnap them to make them his wife. Like if that's what I, I'm pretty sure, um, even though he said it was for a mission or something, I'm pretty sure he just he captures like wives or something like that because he has like three wives or something. But I mean, they probably want to you know stay around. Like they could just leave. I mean, I mean he is pretty strong and fast, so I don't know. Maybe they couldn't leave. But like I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. This man, this man is built different. He's obviously built different. He's clean as hell. He's got the headband with the diamonds. He's got the diamonds like. What are those? He's got like diamonds hanging from his diamond headband. Jesus, the drip is on another level. It's just on another fucking level with this dude. So Tanjiro stops him from kidnapping uh, those girls. And then basically they end up going with Uzai. I think that's his name. Uh, they end up going with him to the red light district. And but, but before that happened, before like they agreed to go, when Inosuke and Zenitsu pulled up, bro... And it was Tanjiro, like all three of them standing there. They was clean, bruh. They was clean as fuck. Like, I was like, damn. You know, when you got the stank face, I was like, ugh. Damn. You know, like, why they that clean, bro? Like, cause Zen, you know, Zen has been trash. Zen has like been trash, bro. Uh, I mean, like, obviously he's the scaredy cat, right? That's his personality. That's the trope that he is. But like, bro, I was thinking about it and I'm like, when Zen gets clean, bro, think about this. Zen is the cleanest, like he's clean as fuck. Like when he gets into his fucking thunder mode, he go, he gonna thunderclap your cheeks, bro. Like you're fucked. You're fucked if he falls asleep. Just imagine when he can do that when he's awake. You know, I, I haven't read the manga. I don't know what happens, but like, bro, if he ever gets to that point, like he's literally like probably... I mean, he wouldn't be the strongest, right? But he's stronger than Inosuke. He'd probably be, like, the second strongest Demon Slayer. Like, because, I mean, I, I don't know. But, like, I, Tanjiro's obviously the strongest, you know, in, like, the future generation. He'd be the strongest. Then Zen would be the strongest. Because, like, that thunder breathing, like, who could stop that if he masters it? Like, who could just stop that? Like, he's so fast. He'll, he'll just, like, wreck anyone damn near, you know? Like, gosh, I can't wait to get to that, to see that animated like, it's one thing to read it in the manga. It's like, damn, that's cool. But when that gets animated, when Zen is in, in just, like, in that mode, we saw it in the first season when he goes crazy on that one demon. It's literally, 
just iconic. It's just iconic with how good the animation is on this show and just how clean it is just for the character. Like, he's a scaredy cat, but, like, he can be this monster type dude. Like, he's just awesome. Like, it's so good. And I'm also glad that, like, Zen's not going to be, like, such a little crybaby anymore because it was a little annoying in the first season, and I can definitely see why people didn't really like Zen because, like, you know, he's a little crybaby. He's, he's that trope. But, like, it's good to see that he's actually improving. Like, you know, with a lot of anime, you know, there's the, your character, like, Sasuke. Look at Sasuke. He he was always an edgy, edgy boy. Look at Dragon Ball. Like, the characters are stuck in their trope. And, of course, they have development. Like, they develop. But, but like, look at Bakugo, for fuck's sake. Look at fucking Bakugo from My Hero Academia. It's like, they're always stuck in that little box of just, like, this is their personality, and they will never really change from that. Like... Bakugo is always going to be a barking dog you know what I mean like he'll never like change except for these very small moments which I mean it's whatever but like it's cool to see I'm sure Zen's going to still like cry and whatever at points like that's his character but it's good to see him actually develop to where it's like okay he does that a lot less now and I know this was the first episode but I feel like you know he's a lot more confident because he Tanjiro even said in this episode he goes on solo missions bro Zen is going on solo missions, which makes sense because it's like y'all are part of the Demon Slayer core. It's like, you know, Zen's going to have to like not be a little crybaby. So it's really cool to see him just like be the dude because he's he's really strong, uh, I think. Like, I don't know if he's not using his thunder breathing because in the first season, we never really saw him do anything without being asleep, you know. So I can't wait to see in this season, hopefully, what he can do. Like, I want to see Zen conquer that. Like, I want to see him, like, do some shit when he's not asleep. Because if he falls asleep, it's a cheat code, you know? Like, he gonna, he gonna kill anybody. Like, no one can really mess with Zen. And no one expects it. None of the demons would expect it. Because he's just, like, his little crybaby. Just like with the spider demon. He didn't expect Zen to do that. <laughs> so I can't wait to see, like, him do something crazy. Just, but, but not knocked out. I want to see him master his, his uh, breathing technique. But when he's awake. <laughs> But honestly, bro, this episode was amazing. Like, they're going to the red light district. Shit's going to go down. And just, like, this this got me, like, so hyped. Because I, I wanted to watch this. And I was like, and I am so, so glad that I watched this. Like, this was so good. This, like, this got me hyped about anime again. It's been a minute, bro. Like, I have not been watching anime. I have not at all. The only, like, anime I've really seen is the My Hero movie. Uh, the My Hero movie, the Demon Slayer movie. I haven't even finished an anime in so long, bro. But honestly, this like single-handedly re-sparked my love for anime. Like, cause uh, Demon Slayer has always hold held such a special place in my heart, bro. Uh, ever since like I watched the first episode, I was like, bruh, this is different. Just, just like from the animation off rip, off rip, it caught me off guard, and I was like, fuck, why does it look that good? Like. Cause I, I was like, okay, this little dude becomes a, like a demon slayer or something. You know, I read like a brief description of the show and I was like, all right, let's just watch this. Cause that was back when I was watching like hella anime, you know, I was watching all the new shows that would come out and whatnot, but I was just like, all right, let's check it out. Let's check it out. And like, it blew me away. Demon Slayer. It blew me away. Watched it week by week. Loved the show. Loved the show. And I love Tanjiro in particular. Like, yes, he's a, ba- he's a shonen MC, like, of course, but like, honestly, he's a he's the goat tanjiro is the goat man i'm telling you bro he is the absolute goat just 
man, I strive to be like him, bro. Just the way that he is just his heart, bro. His his heart is he has a heart of gold. Like he's literally so amazing. And like, yes, it's like but but not in like a golden boy way, you know? Not not in the way that he does everything right, you know what I mean? And like he's like super soft and like emotional. Like Tanjiro will fuck you up, bro. He will fuck you up. And like, you know, but at the end of the day, he has so much compassion. He has so much compassion. And one scene that I love from the from Demon Slayer, like the first season, obviously, is when um the guy he saves and this is early in the first season too. Um, the guy he saves says, "You could never understand my sister's dead." You know, something to that degree. And it's like Tanjiro clearly understands what it's like to to lose. He lost his entire family. He lost his sister to becoming a demon, and he has to live with his his sister becoming a demon and shit. Like Tanjiro's going through some shit, bro. He's going through some shit. And this man's like, you know, talking to Tanjiro like he, you know, he ain't ever experienced nothing like it. And he and he's experienced much worse than just losing his sister. He lost his entire family and watched their, you know, saw their dead bodies, found their dead bodies, saw his sister. Like, you know, it was crazy. It was fucking crazy. And like, you know, most people like, of course, like I understand it's an anime, but like, you know, most people would probably go off and like do all this other stuff. But like Tanjiro doesn't even like really say anything. Oh, he does say something, but like his eyes, his face in that scene. That is my favorite, like, part from Demon Slayer, the first season. Well, like, in terms of, like, non, like, crazy moments is when, is that moment right there where he just, like, looks at him and he, like, he, he I forget what he says exactly, but he, he just responds with such compassion and you can see it in his eyes. That is just such an amazing frame um, from, from the first season of Demon Slayer is, like, that moment in particular. And it just shows the com- compassion that he holds throughout Demon Slayer, throughout the first season. Like, whenever he um fights the, uh, spider mom the spider mom demon thing the way he he you know ends her life was beautiful like the shit was beautiful and like like fuck tanjiro the goat man like he he's just like he's just so like compassionate man like it's it's just awesome he has so much empathy like for these people you know that were turned into demons and just people in general he wants to save people and shit like I don't know. That's the thing about anime for me. It's always been like so inspiring because like, you know, everybody wants to be a fucking superhero or some shit. You know, everybody wanted, you know, when when we're kids and shit. And I mean, even adults, you know, we want to like help people. We want to do the right thing. We want to do all these things. And, you know, we want to be a good person at the end of the day. But like getting to getting to see it like play out from like Deku or like fucking Naruto or like fucking Tanjiro for me, like they always like inspired me even though yes like it's it's tropey it's like whatever you know you can you can hate on it in in terms of a story but in terms of like what they stand for and like what they represent you can't really hate on that you know what i mean like you can you can hate on the way that it's portrayed i i guess in a story sense but you you can't really hate on the act of like serving others and like serving with compassion like with tanjiro the way naruto would never give up on his friends he'd do anything for his friends the way deku like wants to protect people and save people like the way tanjiro like has compassion for even his enemies like you have to admire like those values i do very heavily like it's you know it's obviously just just a fucking show and shit but like i fuck with that 
you know, that, that shit hits home for me. Um, and that's why I love a lot of like shonen MCs. Like, I don't think, you know, like Naruto, I love Naruto, bro. One of my, you know, the, it's the show that got me into anime, but like he goofy, you know, I don't think he's a very well-written character. He's obviously pretty, you know, one dimensional, two dimensional at, at most, you know, there's not much to him. He's pretty basic. Same with Deku, same with like Tanji. They're not the most innovative characters because they're supposed to appeal to many people. <laughs> and obviously these are some of the most popular anime ever. So clearly they succeeded in doing that. <laughs> they appeal to many people and they inspire many people. And yes, it can be tropey. It can be this and that. And like a lot of people hate on Demon Slayer, Naruto and My Hero because of these characters, like the main characters being basic. And it's like, bruh, <laughs> there's like supposed to be, it's a main character. It's supposed to be the character that everyone looks to and correlates to like parts of their life to this character. Like you're supposed to live through this character almost like not everything's going to be this super well-written crazy character like main characters usually aren't that like they they never really are that main main characters are never that because the main character is supposed to be the one everyone can kind of relate to unless it's like a very obscure type of anime or like show it's like you know uh, everyone's kind of supposed to relate to the main character you're supposed to feel for them you're not supposed to hate them like obviously uh but yeah that that was just a tangent <laughs> i just love tanjiro so much he just Ah, fucking love Tanjiro, man. He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT, like I said. But yeah, man, honestly, for this episode, the first episode of the Red Light District um, arc, I got to give it like a, it was like an eight, man. Very strong, very solid. You know, very good, honestly. It's very, very good. It is so good. Uh, and with the ending of them meeting Uzai, I think that's his name, it is just awesome, man. It, it just gets me hyped for Demon Slayer. It gets me fucking so hyped for Demon Slayer. This is like... I mean, it's literally my favorite anime, obviously. Like, I mean, I, I can sit here and talk about it like crazy and just, uh, I love this anime so much. I'm probably going to read up on the manga as well. So maybe I might talk about that a little bit if I actually do find the time to do that. And man, it's just great to have Demon Slayer back because yes, this season has started off, but the first seven episodes or something like that were just the, the Mugen train. And like, I think there's like a few more scenes added. Like there's very minor things added, but for the most part, it's just the movie. And it's like, bruh, seven weeks. Like, damn, you know, the first episode of Demon Slayer aired in 2019, like I said. So I was like, bruh, you know, it's a fat minute. It's 2021, bruh. It's 2021. Like, I'm so glad we're getting like new Demon Slayer content. The the movie was phenomenal, but um they kind of milked it, bro. You know, let's be let's call it a spade a spade. They milked the shit. <laughs> come on, like it really had to be the first seven episodes. Like damn, come on, bro. We trying to see the next arc. We trying to see this and that. But luckily, this arc is here, and it's gonna be fucking awesome, man. So if you're a Demon Slayer fan, I hope you're as hyped as me. I also even started playing the Demon Slayer game, which I bought a long time ago, but I just, like, didn't have the time and, like, didn't, like, I didn't play it for some fucking reason, but I started playing it, bro. So good. So good. And I honestly didn't like uh, Zach Aguilar at first, like, very, way back. I didn't like his, like, the way he sounded compared to the dub or compared to the sub, but, like, he's pretty good. Like, it's actually grown on me, the Zach Aguilar uh, Tanjiro voice. 
it's grown on me. I like it. I like it. And um, just the game in general, man. Uh, if you play Naruto, Storm, Storm Four, Storm, like any of the Storm series games, you're gonna love this game. Like such a great game. Uh, the Demon Slayer game. I'm. I played about like maybe two hours of it of the story, and it's just so well animated. Like, I believe the studio that made it is Cyber Connect Two, which I think made the Storm Four series as well. And man, I remember playing the Naruto game, the last Naruto Storm game, and I was like, bro, this is the shit. This is the shit. This is why I fucking love Naruto. These amazing cutscenes, these amazing, you know, story, you know, from the anime adapted into a video game that looked amazing, you know, that looked, you know, even better in some ways than the, the damn anime. Like, it, it just like to see it in like 3D and like, and all these different you know, you can interact with it and stuff. It's so good. So good. And the same thing with the Demon Slayer game. I'm still getting into it. You know, I haven't finished it, obviously. But wow, is it beautiful? The fighting's fun. And just like Storm 4, if you played it, like, it's, it's just really good. The Demon Slayer game is really good. Although, I, I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of the hype for the game died off and stuff. Because it, at the end of the day, it is a fighting game. And fighting games are pretty, like, like they're dope until they're not because um you know a lot of people just fall off and don't play them and like obviously because it's like unless you're gonna like be playing online head-to-head -head games it's like there's not much reason to play a fighting game but with this game like the story is just so well done and so well animated and like it is just awesome man and plus i never watched the dub of the first season of demon slayer so it's kind of cool to get to like see all the voices and like whatever uh for demon slayer as I, I never watched the dub, which I should have, but eh, I, I'll probably watch season two dubbed because I never got to watch the first one. I, I've seen the first season like twice or maybe three times, but I, I wasn't fucking with the dub, man. I wasn't fucking with the dub at first. Like Bryce pa uh, Pappenbrook, great voice actor. Amazing. Dude is fucking amazing, bro. But I think he sounds a little goofy. I think he sounds a little goofy as Inosuke. Like he gets it. Like he does a great performance. Obviously, he's a f he's like the he's the professional when it comes to anime voice actors. Like he's literally the golden boy of the anime um voice acting industry. Uh, everybody knows his name, obviously. Um, you know, but um, I just think for Inosuke, I think we could have had someone else do a different interpretation. I, I I just I just think it's goofy to have Chat Noir to to have fucking Kitty Toad to have Aaron Yeager as like Inosuke like because with Bryce Pappenbrook they all sound so similar he sounds so similar to all his other characters like when you hear his voice you're like this motherfucker you know what I mean and with Inosuke he does a great job he's obviously a professional but I'm just like oh god sometimes I'm just like god no fucking Bryce like it's just ridiculous but he does a good job and also Alex Lee who does Zenitsu does a fucking amazing job as well always I've I've been a fan of him for like so long now like he's the one I did like out of the out of the dub for for Demon Slayer I really loved Alex Lee he does an amazing amazing job as Zenitsu and Zach Aguilar does a good job as Tanjiro like he's he's not the you know greatest but like he he fits that basic ass anime protagonist voice he, he does he does a good job for tanjiro i think i i prefer the sub but like man he does a good job too okay i've been rambling for a while now but yeah basically demon slayer game fucking dope 
this newest season of Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District arc, gonna be fucking dope. Can't wait to see like really what's gonna happen. I don't I don't know if I want to start reading the manga or like wait week by week. I've already been spoiled so much on this show. I remember one time in like 2020, like 2019 ish, uh, I like I I looked up something regarding Tanjiro for like a picture. I just put in Tanjiro. And then I saw a picture, it was a manga panel of like a huge spoiler, like one of the biggest spoilers in the show. And I was just like, oh, what the fuck is this? Are you fucking kidding me? Like I, would, I just put in Tanjiro to find pictures of him and like I just see a huge ass spoiler and I'm like, bruh, no. And you know, I've only continued to get more and more spoilers. So that kind of sucks, but uh, it is what it is. So for that reason, I may read the manga. And speaking of manga, I've read the My Hero Academia manga completely. Like, well, I didn't read like all the old chapters, obviously. I read um from, I just, I'm, I'm all caught up. I'm all caught up with the manga, bro. I've all, I'm all caught up. And I got to tell you, bro, if you have not read the My Hero manga, amazing. I'm going to be spoiling it, obviously. So if you don't want to be spoiled about the manga, of course, be wary that I am going to be talking about the newest chapters of My Hero. And my goodness, bro. <laughs> it is amazing this is going to be the craziest shit ever bro like i don't know a lot of people aren't caught up with the my hero manga i mean a lot of people are but man my hero is gonna change bro we're talking attack on titan type of darkness you know that that's the type of vibe the emo shit you know like deku's gonna give aaron yeager a run for his money for being the emo mc he really is bro because, like, this shit's going to be crazy. <laughs> okay, spoilers starting now for, for new, you know, new chapters of Demon Slayer. Bro, Demon Deku going to be different, bro. Demon Deku going to be different. I'm telling you. People are going to start respecting Deku. Like, when this new season gets animated, the whole Liberation arc, when that shit gets animated, bro, uh, just please do it justice. Please, I hope they do it justice. This shit is the greatest, like, that, that arc is, like, the greatest shit in my hero like that's ever been like all the other shit is so kitty and like it's good like obviously it's like the most popular anime ever like it literally almost single-handedly made an uh, anime the most over like, like everyone like likes anime now you know what i mean like it wasn't like that like i got in right as everyone started liking it like i'd say just a tad bit before everyone started liking it and man like it just anime's blown up bro anime's blown the fuck up and my hero is a big reason for that because i mean it's it's not for kids but you know obviously it's for like a younger type of de demographic it's a shonen shonens are generally for teenagers like you know 13 year olds type shit and like obviously older like obviously there's plenty of adults to watch shonen and like my hero and obviously um but you know there's so many kids that like my hero academia and a lot of that's because I mean, the personalities of the characters are so tropey that it doesn't take much brain power to just, like, you know, understand the characters and whatnot. And they're all very fun in their own ways. But, like, this new season that's going to come out, bro. Like, the season five, I didn't even finish that shit, bro. <laughs> I didn't even finish season five. It was well done, the uh, first half. I, I was surprised. I thought it was going to be absolute garbage, like, doo-doo. But, no, the, the fights between Class 1A and Class... Uh, uh, uh whatever the fuck they was actually good bro like they was actually entertaining i'm like holy hell this is actually well done you know um 
but I never finished season five. I'll finish it eventually. Uh, but man, 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 I'm telling you, this is going to be crazy when all of this gets animated. All of it gets animated. The Liberation arc is going to be insane for Destro. Like, all these. I think that did get animated at the end of the season five. Like, I, <laughs> the Doofenshmirtz. The, when I was reading the manga, bro, I saw Redestro and I was like, this motherfucker looks like Doofenshmirtz, bro. What is. Who is this motherfucker, bro? And, like, of course, like, when it, get, when it gets animated, I did see it, it does get animated in season five, like, Redestro like turning huge and he looks like doofenshmirtz already it's just a giant buff doofenshmirtz running around is insane um but yeah regarding the the newest chapters of my hero like we're talking like a uh, chapter i think three uh, what is the chapter it's like 300 and something man oh fuck i don't remember but it's the one with stars and stripes man that's what we're talking about now because like the Liberation arc's pretty old now, like, I'm talking about the newest chapters right now, but I, I just never got to talk about it, so I just want to talk about that a little bit. But man, Stars and Stripes, just, like, the character was awesome, bro. Like, she, like I said, spoilers is spoilers, if you have not read the manga, please, I don't want to spoil anybody. But, like, man, Stars and Stripes, probably my favorite female character, bro. Like, she's just badass, bro. She's like, oh my, she's, she, she a baddie too, bruh. She a baddie too. I mean, like, she dead now, but like, bruh, she was a baddie. No cap, no cap. And like, honestly, her character was so well done. And yes, I will agree. You know, she showed up, you know, to fight uh, Shiggy, but like, you know, obviously died, obviously. And it's kind of goofy that like this character just shows up and then is dead like and really serves as character development for another character like yes th that's true like it wasn't the best it wasn't the most well done but even so her her character is awesome her character's so awesome but also her quirk was insane man her quirk was like just different and that's why she was the number one hero in america and she could like do something crazy she could basically set commands on things, but she could only do like two at a time. So she would always set a command on herself to have super strength. And then she could like touch something and have a con like it was weird and very complicated and very strong and like literally insane, an insane quirk. And that's kind of why like a one reason why she why she probably died off as, as quickly as she did, because if she survives, bruh, if she survives, like like how is you know she's just like breaking like you know story breaking in terms of like she can just destroy anyone essentially like she literally put a command on shigaraki um to if to she said if tomura shigaraki moves his heart will stop like you, you, that's like insane t levels of um you know what you can do with that quirk like you can defeat anyone essentially and of course a lot of things happen in the chapter she didn't really kill shigaraki because it's not shigaraki first you know it's not shigaraki it's like all for one or it's like a mixture it, it, it was a little goofy that was a little goofy but like even so man oh it was just so good it was just so fucking good i'm telling you stars and stripes could get it man she could get it but like like i said she's dead so that sucks but even so i want to i want to see like how it affects deku and shit and like 
I just think it it was just an awesome series of uh like I think it was like two or three chapters where she was like in it and like the fight, the panels, bro, the panels on that fight were next level, bro. They were so fucking good. I'm telling you. Jesus, they were so good. Woo. Like you know, that's the thing with Demon Slayer, bro. That's why I'm I'm so hesitant on the manga. Why, like, like I read a little bit after Mugen, Mugen Train, and then I was like, uh, uh, this this don't look too good. Like, a big thing for me is like how how something looks, like the art, especially when it comes to like a manga. Like, you want the art to be good with a manga, and like with My Hero, you ain't gotta worry about that. <laughs> with My Hero Academia, Horikoshi is a legend. Horikoshi, like man, that art is crazy. That art is insane some of those panels man so yeah if you haven't read the my hero manga like the newest chapters like new new newest chapters like you have to read the stars and stripes stuff like i mean hopefully hopefully like anyone that's listening right now has because like i've been talking about like what happens in the chapters but like man it's so fucking well done so fucking well done jesus man and like that's what kind of sucks though is like these awesome female characters show up and then die like the same with lady nagant she was awesome bro she was bad bro she was i ain't even gonna cap to you bro i ain't even gonna cap lady nagant nagant i don't know what she could get it like her and stars and stripes lady nagant could get it more honestly like she was even better but like bro i'm telling you so well done fight as well such an amazing fight between deku and lady nagant nagant fuck i don't even know her name but like that was so good and i thought she was going to be a character that was around for a while but no she she died too she died real quick too and i mean that's unfortunate but like man we're like for what they were they were awesome like for stars and stripes and lady nagant they were awesome when in, in the manga and like honestly bro that's why i'm saying like these the newest seasons that are going to contain these chapters are going to be the best scenes seasons of my hero if done correctly like i could see this being a shit show in terms of animation like in terms of animating this like this is going to be hard to like adapt <laughs> I, honestly i could see them fucking it up i could really see them fucking it up because it's going to be really hard to do it right even though the source material is amazing like I could see them cutting some stuff. I could see them doing something goofy to fuck this shit up, bro. But I'm telling you, if they can do, if Studio Bones can do it right, which, I mean, great studio, you know, they've done great on My Hero. If they can do it right, bro, I'm telling you, it's gonna be, it's gonna be insane. Like, My Hero can actually be a little, like, respected. Cause, like, right now, My Hero, like, <laughs> it's just, it's like a little goofy, you know? Cause, like, so many kids like it and stuff and, like, whatever. But like honestly, people are gonna need to put respect on my hero's name when these when these uh seasons or chapters get animated because it's going to be the shit, bro. It is going to be like some Attack on Titan levels of um you know like t that type of dramatic type you know dark type stuff. It's not gonna be like this little kitty shit anymore. It's gonna be the real shit, man. It's gonna be the shit, and I'm telling you, when it happens, it's gonna be amazing. But yeah, man, the My Hero manga, wow, so, so good. I was so hesitant to read it because I prefer to see the show animated, but I was getting spoiled so fucking much, bro. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to read this shit. And it, and it took me a while to really, like, read all of this shit. Like, but, like, I finally did. I caught up. And, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm gonna wait a new, a few more weeks till like these newest chapters come out. And then I'm gonna read, like, read, like, I like to read like four at a time, usually four plus maybe. And man, it's gonna be dope, man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I remember. Okay. So like, obviously this is the spoilers from the manga. We got to see who the fucking traitor was that see that that was crazy because i was like okay this plot hole just it, i mean i said plot hole because it was a plot point that went nowhere so like for a long time a lot of people in the community was just like all right what what happened with the ua trader because it, it it was a valid point it's like they like teased and sort of played into a little bit that there was a trader but then again you know it never went anywhere it never went anywhere and everyone had suspected yuga because of things that happened in like the show like the way he disappeared for this one fight or like a few things that he's done and like kind of the way he acts and like just there's there's a lot of evidence for being yuga and it actually is yuga like he's the ua trader and like bro they got him bro they got him out of here no they're not gonna get yuga out of here he's not the ua he's not like the trader like in terms of a bad way the way he's a traitor is like, you know, it's how you would expect for fucking my hero. It's like, oh, our mother, uh, my my family, I have to protect my family. Oh, no. Like, you know, like, you know, his parents basically made a deal with fucking all for one's potato head ass. And like, you know, he, he has to do the shit or something or they all going to die. Like, you can't even blame Yuga. You know, at that like, what can you do? What can he do? He can't do shit, bro. Like, he has to do this shit. And like, you know, Deku finds out uh, Hakigure, the invisible girl, tells him basically because she found out somehow. I don't know if she's the traitor. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure it's just Yuga. Um, but those were the two main people everyone was thinking that it was. Everyone was thinking that it was either Yuga or Hakigure. Uh, and I mean, I guess it's Yuga, bro. And yeah, I don't know how I really feel about it. Basically, all for one was like, I have very, I have many, <laughs> what, what the fuck did he say? He said like, I have many friends in many places. And it's like, bro, okay, calm down. Yo, your head looks like a nutsack, bro. Your head literally looks like a pair of testicles or not, not a pair, just a single, a single testicle. That is sad. How your head look like a single testicle? God damn, that's rough. No wonder he wants Shigaraki's body or something. He's trying to take that body. Like, man, looks like a testicle, bro. Like, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, um, basically, you get a traitor. I guess his cheese was spoiled. You could say that cheese was spoiled. That was fucking dumb. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't really know how they're going to like, what is what's this going to change? Because like, obviously, Yuga's not going anywhere like the reasons why he was doing this shit for all for one, like, isn't like a bad, bad necessarily. Like he's, he's basically being forced and like, he was crying his eyes out and shit. And, um, you know, it's not like he was doing it out of like, okay, let me fuck everyone over. Let me just like, whatever, do this shit just to, just to be a damn, whatever bad guy. He was doing it because his parents basically made some type of deal with him Oh, oh, wait, I remember, I remember, because it's been a while since I read this chapter, but I remember what it was. His parents made a deal with All for One to give Yuga a quirk, because he didn't have, he was quirkless like Deku, but um, they gave him All for, they made a deal with All for One to give him the naval, the naval, um, the, the shit that shoots out of his stomach. 
like, damn, that's kind of, damn, I'd be pissed. Shit, I'd be crying too. If if my damn parents made a deal with some goofy looking dude to give me some type of quirk that's trash. Like, I mean, his quirk isn't trash. It's actually like top five strongest in, in uh, class 1A, probably. You know, it's like one of the strongest in 1A. Like, I'd say it's probably, this, this is like the order. It's Deku, Bakugo, Todoroki, then Tokoyami, then like Yuga. That's just off the top of my head, though. Like, maybe somebody stronger. I don't, I don't know. But, you know, his quirk is pretty strong. He like shoots a giant like laser out of his belly button. Yeah, man, I'd be pissed. I'd be crying too. Like, damn, that's that's what he gave you. He was like, he's like, huh? Let me see. Out of all the quirks I could give this this kid, let me give him the one that shoots out of his belly button. Like, that's a little that's a little fucking goofy, man. What is that shit? Yeah, fuck. So I don't really know like how it's going to play out. Basically, I, this is just my thoughts like Deku's going to be like, "Oh my god. Yuka, or uh, uh, um let me see. Uh, are you okay? Oh my god. Uh, it's okay. It's not your fault. I promise." He's going to pre- like be like some doing like some of that shit. And like rightfully so. It's not really Yuka's fault. Uh but I, I want to see how like the pros are gonna like react like are they gonna like shun him like i feel like that's not gonna happen you know i don't know i feel like this plot point really didn't really like it, it really didn't go anywhere like it was obviously teased very early on in my hero very early on like that there was a traitor and shit and it's just like it didn't really go anywhere and like now Horikoshi's bringing it back and it's just like uh what the fuck it's like, okay, like, it just came out of fucking nowhere, bro. It literally just came out of nowhere, because, like, fucking All For One was monologuing, and he's like, you know, he says, I have friends in many places, and it's just like, it just randomly cuts to the scene, and, like, Horikoshi brings this whole plot back, this little thing that was teased. Not not necessarily teased, but, you know, it, it was played into, and it's like, I don't know what it changes, man, like... Because Yuga's not going to do it anymore, I feel like. Because if Deku knows, maybe... I bet you they're going to do some shit like... He's not going to tell... They're not going to tell everyone. It's just going to be tw- uh, be between Yuga, Deku, and Hakaguri. Like, they're, they're going to be the only ones that know. You know, it's going to be some weird stuff like that. I don't know. I don't really think it, it, it's that impactful on the story overall. And honestly, I think I'm giving it too much attention. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about the fucking Yuga being the traitor. Like, it's fucking insane. Like... I mean, it's a pretty big spoiler. Like, if someone didn't know that, I'd be like, damn. Like, if I didn't know that shit and, like, someone told me, I'd be like, no, damn. Because, like, you know, if you've seen, like, it was a big thing in My Hero. Like, who's the who's the UA traitor? And I was, motherfuckers love to get that one off. Like, in the fucking YouTube shit. Like, five reasons why Denki Kaminari is the fucking UA traitor. You know, some bullshit like that. And And, and I guess it's cool to see, you know, who it is finally. But overall... I don't think it's going to be that impactful and I don't think they're going to do that much with it. And obviously like Yuga didn't do it with bad intentions. So, you know, Horikoshi kind of took a cop out on that one. Cause it would it, like, imagine if he did it, like if he was like pissed, not pissed, but like if he was like wanted to like help out all for one, like he's obviously just a fucking bad guy at that point. But you know, he obviously wasn't a bad guy. Like he just did it cause he had to, you know, he didn't want to do it, you know, and that's good for the character. Like a lot of people, like Yuga, I guess. Like he's kind of cool. He's kind of goofy, funny. Um, but yeah, not not that impactful. But 
man, still the, the the newest chapters in my hair have been great. Uh, you know, Stars and Stripes been amazing, so awesome. And if you, I mean, okay, if you've listened this far and you've fucking read the chapters, bro. If you haven't, bro, you just just read the shit. Just scroll through the. Sh- sometimes, bro. Sometimes they be trying to do too much with the dialogue. I'm like Horikoshi, chill chill bro and i just be like skimming through it a little bit like when the when the dialogue goes crazy i'm just like no not doing it you know i'm not trying to i'm not trying to read that much you know (laughs) come on horikoshi i'm not trying to do all that but man it's really good it's really fucking good except for the one time that they had mario as a doctor that shit pissed me off i'm just like why the fuck is mario a doctor like i know that sounds wild but i'm telling you horikoshi does a lot of goofy shit in the manga during one of the biggest fights that has yet to be animated, obviously. Um, and this is like a way early on chapter, like way, you know, n- not close to where we are now. Like it, it, like it hasn't been animated, obviously, but Mirio just says Pog. Like, like what? Like, why is Mirio saying Pog? Like, you know, like Poggers shit, you know, like, or some shit like that. Like, I don't understand why Horikoshi put that in. Like, I really don't understand. Like, I, I was like tripping out. It was like, I had to eat or eat or like, did I see that right? Did I see that one right? Why did Mirio just say that during a giant fight? Like, I mean, it was a little funny, but I feel like there's some other stuff he could have said other than Pog, you know, during like this crazy fucking fight. And I know he's goofy, but like, still, come on. That, like, Horikoshi, Horikoshi just does some stupid stuff sometimes. Like, and oh, there's another one with, um, it's, it's when Deku fights Muscular. It's like that chapter. Someone says something, spam F in the chat. Like, I swear, it was something like to that degree. This girl that was talking to uh, the guy that looks like Deku, but like the more attractive version, everyone says, it's like, she had said like, spam F in the chat or something like that. Like, I don't know why Horikoshi making these Twitch references. Like, you know, like who needs that? Like, it's just takes you out of the story a little bit. It's like, what the fuck? You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's cool that he's like doing these things, but you know, when I saw Mario as a doctor in a panel, that's when I was just like, "Oh, so so we go in full on clown mode. This is the damn circus." You know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't be seeing like his hair. This doctor's hair was in the shape of Mario's hat, and you know, he was obviously Mario with a mustache. I think he had glasses, maybe just to like change him up a little bit. And I was just like, Horikoshi, what is this? I hope he didn't draw this one. I hope, I hope an intern did this. But either way, he greenlit it. You know what I mean? Like, this, this just, couldn't you just draw any regular-ass doctor, bro? I didn't need to see this. I didn't need to see this, man. It's just goofy. It's just dumb. Like, but whatever. You know, it's his story. You can have fun with it. <laughs> Do these little references and whatever. Of course, it's like his shit, so it's... <laughs> It's just my opinion on it. It's just like, I just think it's a little dumb and can kind of take you out of it a little bit. But overall, amazing. The new, the, you know, the, the whole, the whole next, you know, series of My Hero is going to be insane. You know, everything that's going to be animated in the next seasons to come, going to be amazing. Uh, definitely, definitely worth reading the manga for sure. So yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about. We could talk about the Demon Slayer episode, the Demon Slayer game a little bit, and then the My Hero manga, which has been awesome. And honestly, man, yeah, pretty dope, pretty dope. Also, regarding the last episode of this podcast, like, look, (laughs) 
motherfuckers can judge me they can laugh at me make fun of me whatever you want to do um you know i'm not saying you've done that whoever's listening but like i get it you know i I was very vulnerable in that episode I, i talked about a lot of stuff that maybe i probably shouldn't have like even put on the internet right but at the end of the day like that shit like is me it's what i've gone through and like it's what I've struggled with for, you know, a, a big part of my life. And, like, I think it could help someone that, that's, like, going through the same stuff. Um, and, you know, it's still constant battle to, like, fight those things. And it's still a journey that I'm on right now in my life that I'm still trying to conquer. You know, like, I'm still in those steps of, even though it's begun, it's not finished. Nowhere near. <laughs> and you know, just regarding that episode, I I, I do want to just get back to anime and stuff. I just thought like, I don't know, to to the motherfuckers that listen, bro, maybe I could just give them an update, you know, because this podcast was really like, you know, one of the main things that made me start creating content. And it's just like, I figured why not just update, you know, where I've been for the past year of my life and what really happened with, um you know, all the voice acting stuff and you know, just, just stuff that I learned and just how much I've grown, I think, as a person to this past year, uh, how much I've grown up, how much growth I've really experienced overall. Uh, and honestly, I think I'm headed, headed very, very much so in the right direction. Um, but yeah, we're going to try and keep it on anime. We're going to, you know, just have fun, chill. You know, I don't know. I don't know if motherfuckers listen to this shit. You know, I mean, I can see the stats, you know, some people like, people listen to that last episode so you know it is what it is uh, i just think it could help someone out there uh so that's really the reason why i posted it and if like anyone wants to judge me for um you know putting that stuff on the internet or like whatever then just so be it i, I don't really care what people think anymore i just go by what i believe like i try and follow like my morals in my heart like because i know it's right at the end of the day and like just was sharing just that last episode man like it was obviously pretty sad at points at least for me um it's just i really started this podcast because i was very lonely and i mean i wanted to talk about anime of course like because i you know really started liking anime but i was pretty lonely uh and i think i'm coming back to it because i'm pretty lonely so yeah man yeah we're just going to keep focusing on some awesome fucking anime. And I, I guess I'm getting back into it now. You know, I definitely want to start reading or not reading, watching more anime. Maybe I'll read the Demon Slayer manga. And yeah, I'll I'll try and see what other shows are out. Maybe finish. Oh, Attack on Titan's coming back too. So I got to finish the, uh, the, the Attack on Titan season. I didn't really finish it. So I got to finish that so we can watch season you know, then this is going to be the final season of Attack on Titan. So whatever the fuck it's called season, something part two, <laughs> I can't wait to see the ending. I really can't wait. I, even though I heard it was bad, I, I'm, I'm hyped for that. So I, so I will be finishing Attack on Titan. Um, maybe I'll do a review of Spider-Man because that that's going to come out in like, I think like a week or something, <laughs> but it's probably going to be all sold out. So I don't know uh, when I'll get to watch it. But yeah, man, uh, if you actually listened this far and like, damn, thank you. Like you're, you're a legend. You're a legend, man. Uh, I also got this new mic. It's the Shure SM58 legendary microphone. Like this is like the, um, 
Yeah, like there's the Shure SM7B, which is like a $400 mic, which is oh, amazing. I've wanted that mic for so long. And honestly, I was this close to buying it. I was going to buy it. Um, but then I didn't really, I was just like, nah, it's not really worth it. I already have like a lot of microphones and quality ones at that. And also I was just like the Shure SM58, like I can just get this one, but I don't know why I'm talking about microphones now, but yeah, I hope the quality was a little bit better. Um, I'm really liking the way this microphone sounds and yeah, it's kind of, it's like ha handheld cause I'm kind of like holding it in my hands now, like cause my old one's just on a stand and whatever, but yeah, maybe the quality sounds a little bit better and just, I don't know. I like, I like buying new mics just cause I, I'm, I'm a, I really love audio and stuff. So like I can tell the, the, the difference is like crazy, uh, even though it probably doesn't really make that much of a difference, but you know, I'm I'm glad to be back. Um, you know, making another anime and chill episode. Gonna try and get one out next week, maybe. I don't know. Been a crazy week for me. Uh but yeah, man, it's been fun. I'm John. I don't even know what I say for the fucking outro. Like what what do I even say? Like <laughs> uh I'm John. No, what the fuck is it? <laughs> Bro I don't even know. No, I'm going to remember this. I'm not even going to cut this. I'm keeping this shit in. What the fuck was it? What is the what is the outro for this podcast? The intro is easy. It's like, it's easy as hell, you know? But what is the outro? Damn. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Outro. Here we go. Thank you so much for listening. I'm John, and I'm out. I think that's it. We got it, boys. We got it. Peace.